Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the Anchor.fm recording platform. Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. Gentlemen, to the Paddle and Finn podcast. Tonight, I got an epic guest joining me. And I'm sure a lot of you guys are going to see the name and go, who the hell is this guy, right? So I got none other than Brock Howell with me. And if you guys saw a, a live stream that I put up on the Facebook page or... Uh, anything from this last weekend's Crossroad Classic, Brock was the lucky guy that got hit by a boat. <laughs> Brock, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you, buddy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely, dude. So before we get into what happened and all that stuff, let's talk about you for a second, man. Uh, where are you from? How'd you get into kayak fishing? How long have you been in the kayak fishing and what club you're fishing with? Oh, I am from Linton, Indiana. Okay. I, uh, I have only been kayak fishing for, well, I just started this spring. Okay. For gra- grassroots bass yakking out of Indiana. Right on. Um, I've fished my whole life. Um, but, uh. So what, what, uh, made you decide to jump in the yak, man? facebook i've seen all the people posting pictures and videos of fishing out of a kayak very it just, cool it looked awesome heck yeah man heck yeah well you know you like you said you started fishing for grassroots you know this year and then uh you you obviously did pretty well because you ended up qualifying for this event correct yes that's awesome um i actually wouldn't have made it um Joe Wallach, um, a guy uh, that fished with me at Sullivan Lake, he wasn't able to fish our championship and the Classic. Okay. So uh, he gave me his spot at the at the Classic. So. Very cool. Very cool, dude. So uh, um, you get to the Classic, and I want to preface this a little bit because I, you know, I know there's some conversations you know I've had with some folks and some that you don't, and I don't know if you you know this but uh you you met duke from catch the weekend before the classic correct yes i met him at our club championship so uh you know after everything unfolded on day one you know duke was telling me that he met you the 
at that classic or at the at the uh, championship there for grassroots and you know how you were so excited to fish this event and stuff um which was awesome i i'm so happy that you made it out there man i mean it was just a great event overall um but um what 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 was kind of your plan going into this event like did you do a bunch of homework on the lake i mean what what did you do for preparation before the actual tournament I looked at some maps, but uh, I've got uh, some buddies that fish uh, bass boat tournaments, and okay. uh, they fished. They've fished over there, and uh, they told me, um, you know, some spots to hit. And uh, YouTube, I watched a lot of YouTube videos of people fishing that lake, and and seeing what they was fishing, what they was throwing, and, and uh, I just went over there and did what I seen on YouTube, and it, it worked pretty well day one. Well, yeah, let's get into that. So you start off day one. Um, you know, you, you caught some fish from what you had told me. I mean, how, how did the, the start of day one go for you? My first fish I hooked up was, I would say, around 19, 20 inches, and it got off right at the kayak. Um, I had the net in the water getting ready to dip it. My jig coming out of his mouth. Oh, man. So... The first of the day didn't start off real great, but five minutes later, I had a 17 and three quarter in the boat. Nice. And, and it just, they just kept biting the jig at every five casts I was catching a fish. So that's awesome. That is awesome. So, I mean, you, you ended up having like what, 84, 85 inches. Yeah. I got on my messenger for our club. And uh, I'd sent them a message. Said I had 85 inches. Told them what I was throwing. I was throwing a green pumpkin jig with a green pumpkin trailer, and uh, told them that I was going to leave my spot alone for the rest of the day and go check a little bit of the lake out. So right around 85 inches. Nice, dude. So and now that was it. That was at like 11:30. That's sweet. That's a that's a good morning. I like yeah. that. Well, I think from what you had told me, right, that was like one of your best like tournament that, days, right? That is my best tournament day. Seventy nine inches is the most I've put up before that. Okay. Okay. So I mean that that that's a little preface, right? So having your best tournament day ever, I mean, with the exception you lost a giant at the boat, which is <laughs> yeah. a bummer and uh you're out there fishing you're out there searching for new water and then this event happens so so run us how how through how all this kind of unfolded i went up the heading north up the hot water side of the lake okay go up and and check some different stuff out because i hadn't pre-fished and uh, i get up there and and uh, i didn't get no bites up that way so I decided I was going to go back towards the boat ramp and just fish around the dock and, and around the, um, the little point right there by the pavilion and, and uh, finish my day up right there. Well, as I'm headed back south towards the boat ramp, I seen a, a John boat probably 15, 20 feet to my left coming, coming towards me. And uh, I thought he was just one of them jack wagons that, think hey there's a kayak guy i'm gonna i'm gonna give him some waves you know sure 
And uh, as he got about 30 yards away from me, he turned left. And uh, <clears throat> I screamed, hollered, and uh, I jumped. And uh, whenever I come up, my kayak's upside down. Um, the first instinct was my fishing gear is gone. Um, he helped me try to lift my kayak over to flip it over. And as soon as he did, all my tackle started falling out. And uh, I let go of the kayak and started grabbing all my tackle boxes. And uh, I got a hold of all them. Um, we got the kayak flipped over. Um, uh, had two different guys in kayaks come flying over uh, to give me a hand. Um, it, <clears throat> it, it was crazy. I'd... Yeah, I mean, so I know, I know one of the guys that, that shot over was Zach Solaire. Yes. from northern michigan kayak trail who do you remember who the other guy was by chance he sent me a friend's request on facebook but i cannot remember his name okay okay i believe he was in a bonafide right i honestly don't remember man i i, I apologize to him because I, I i know i met him i know i talked to him can't remember his name for the life of me either um, but I mean, right. So, so this guy's coming at you, turns last second, you jump out of the boat and thank God you did, man. Um, you know, I know we had many conversations about that, but, um, you know, you're grabbing your gear. This guy obviously stopped, um, you know, was trying to help you flip your boat back over and all that stuff. I mean, um, what what was the exchange between you and him initially? Uh, he said, sorry, sorry, I'm glad you're okay. Um, and, and honestly, at that point, I was just, um, I just wanted to get in the kayak and get back to land. That was, that was the only thing I was thinking at that time. Sure. Um, but he, but he apologized a thousand times. Um, kept saying he was glad that I was okay. His wife was crying. Um, so, um, I mean, he was a pretty, pretty genuine guy. You know what I mean? He should have been paying more attention while operating his boat, but sure, 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 sure. So I know, you know, you guys got the boat flipped over, um, and, and you're fishing out of that new Pelican catch One Thirty, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, you guys get to get the flip boat flipped over. Um, you get what gear you could salvage back in the boat um and you headed back in um i know i was standing there with Susie and titus uh who were help running the event and and he came walking up sopping wet and i'm like this dude fell out of his boat and then and then you're like uh i got hit by a boat and we're like what you know like what you know, because it's just, you know, it's it's not something that happens all the time. And it's I know it's not something that has ever happened in in one of the events that that Susie and Titus have helped run. Um, so we were just kind of like like baffled. And then we you know, we were like, you you know, you got hit by a boat and and, uh, you know, it, we were more concerned what happened and then we were like well are you okay you know like 
holy crap, you know, yeah. and, and thank God you were, man. Um, I know we jumped on the horn right away. Uh, well, not right away, but after talking to you and, and finding out what happened, you know, we contacted the DNR. Um, they came out. Um, were, were you, the, you were there for that whole scenario, correct? Yes. So, so how did that all go down? Cause I know I had to go back and help judge fish. So I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily there for that. Well, uh, the guy that owns the outdoor sportsman's lodge had a boat okay. um, there and, uh, he took the CO out. Um, they chased down a boat that had went by that I thought maybe it was them. It ended up not being them. So they headed up the North uh, side of the hot water. Um, they ran into the people, asked them if they had hit a kayak. The people admitted they had. Um, he told them that he would follow them back to the boat ramp um, in case they was trying to get rid of any alcohol sure. or anything like that. Um, followed them up there. Um, the CO come over and talked to me, um, said that uh, the guy didn't have insurance. Um, so if I was going to pursue anything, I'd have to go to small claims. But he informed me that the guy is not obligated to have to pay even if you go to small claims so right uh, the guy ended up getting a ticket i'm not sure what it was for um and, the, and then me and the guy talked uh, he apologized 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 uh said he was going to send me a little bit of money to help me get some fishing poles um whether i see it or not i don't know sure uh, sure 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 but uh, well, let's talk about that, right? So what all did you end up losing? I ended up losing five fishing poles. I lost my net, my 360 light, my cell phone, my eyeglasses. Um, and I think that is really honestly about it. A few lures that were tied onto my fishing poles that went, whenever they went in and a few that I had sitting in the floor of the kayak, but nothing... Um, nothing too major there besides my jig that I was catching all my fish on the magic jig <laughs> so I mean that's that's just it right so this wasn't on tourney X just because the the service down there is so horrible um, you know so all your fish were to be submitted uh, at at check-in so this stellar day that you went out and had you couldn't even check any fish in yeah and and I was done fishing by what time? One fifteen, I think. Is what time I got hit by the boat? So I still had some time to fish too. So sure, 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 sure. So, um, you know, I know that's that's a total bummer, right? And, and, and the whole event that you know occurred was obviously a bummer, um, you know. But with that being said. Um, you know, I know uh, there was a couple of us that offered up a boat, a rod, rods, gear, whatever you needed, you know, and you you were kind of unsure. You were like, man, I might just go home in the morning, this and that. So, I mean, how, how did that all play out for you? Because I, I know you were kind of questioning in it, and then I saw you later on that evening. We talked again, and you were like, yeah, I, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. I'm going to fish. I uh, I had numerous people come up to me and say, hey, you need to fish the second day. Um, you don't want to go home. Um, Alan Wiedemeyer come up to me and told me I needed to stay and fish the second day. 
um, just and, and then you, I mean, offering me the, the big rig and and uh, fishing poles and and your GoPro to take my pictures and and uh, all that stuff. So I mean, it was kind of one of them things where I wanted to fish. I just at first I didn't have a camera to take my pictures and and didn't you know wasn't sure about my kayak and and no fishing poles and sure but everybody stepped up especially you you know so yeah no worries man no worries so i know there was a conversation we had uh and this was kind of like initially i know Susie was like hey do you need a phone to like call somebody you know your wife or something and you were like yeah i don't want to call her right now yeah (laughs) (laughs) so so i mean you ended up having to make that phone call right so how how did that go i mean uh, how did the wife react to what had happened well i called her from uh zach ross bottom's phone at the hotel okay and uh, and uh, i called her and i i didn't tell her that i was in an accident okay i called and said uh and she picked it or i called she didn't answer so i sent a text message said hey it's brock so she calls back and uh, she said where's your phone and i said the bottom of the lake well, instantly, you know, you lost your phone in the lake. I said, yeah, my eyeglasses, my fishing poles, everything. Well, I still hadn't told her that I was in a boat accident. Sure. So her first words out of her mouth were, that was an awful expensive fishing trip. <laughs> <laughs> but then I informed her that I was hit by a boat and what had happened and, uh, and then, you know, she knew it wasn't my fault other than I just got never lost tethers the weekend before. But sure. I'd never used them, so I didn't want to try in that big of a tournament to right. fight with the tethers. So Sure, sure, sure. So she still gives me crap about that even today, about not having them tethers hooked up to that <laughs> stuff. So. Oh, man. Well, here's the thing, dude. Like, I, I, I don't even know, man. Like, I know... I didn't initially walk over and look at your boat, you know, when you when you took Susie and them over. Um, when I ended up walking over there and I saw where that prop had hit the side of your boat, I mean, it would have virtually been right over your legs. And, and I mean, who knows what would have happened, man. So, I mean, the fact that you, you saw the boat coming, uh, you jumped out, got away from the whole incident i mean it it could have been way worse dude so i mean that that's part of this episode here guys like and i know brock said something to me you know you're like i I, you just have to pay attention on the water he can't trust other folks you know and thank god like he saw everything kind of unfolding and reacted instantly you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean that could It could have been bad. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, so, you know, we we talked uh, later that night. You're like, I'm going to stay. I'm going to fish. Um, I was super happy to, to hear that. And uh, I know I met you at the ramp, uh, you know, Sunday morning. Got you geared up, ready to head out. And uh, so how did uh, day two go for you? Um, it went kind of slow. The fish weren't biting the jig like I was expecting them to. 
um, I tried some other stuff. Um, I was a little stubborn. I only took one fishing pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Let's I talk about you, that. I told you, just give me the heavy pole. Just <laughs> yeah. give me the heavy pole. And uh, and I wish I would have took something a little lighter. Sure. Because I ended up catching my biggest fish of the day underneath the dock, about 20 feet from the boat ramp, <laughs> on a Ned rig with a heavy pole. Yeah. <laughs> with a heavy casting rod. I'm like, dude, I got seven rods here. Whatever you want. You're like, I just need one. Just give me that heavy. <laughs> and then when I came in, you know, I saw you, and you're like, yeah. I ended up tying on a Ned rig and catching two fish, and I was like, wait a minute. Like, all you had was that heavy rod. What the hell? So I was just like, oh, my gosh, dude. But that's cool, though. Um, so you came in with four four fish, right? Yeah, 58 inches. Okay okay right on so um well let's let's back up right so uh the evening of day one uh they did a a raffle for everybody that entered the tournament and uh seems like everybody's name got picked twice out of that raffle which was awesome like huge shout out to all the sponsors for the event um some people got some pretty killer prizes you know from small to big um but I know Alan walked over to you like towards the end and handed you a huge box of baits and stuff, right? He handed me a box of jigs. I got home, I counted them. There was 42 jigs in that box that he gave me. That's insane, dude. That it was it was amazing. There was multiple people. I I don't know names. I wish I would have got everybody's name that won a prize and they walked straight over to me and handed it to me um there was probably four or five different guys that did that that's crazy dude so well and then day two at at the weigh-in and and the awards and everything uh alan also gave you two fishing rods correct yes alan um had the had the rods up there and he announced that uh they was going to be drawing for them but since I had lost uh, all my fishing stuff, all my fishing poles, um, whenever I got hit by the boat, that uh, he was just gonna um, give them to me. And uh, I tell you what, everybody, man, started clapping and hollering, and uh, it was just, it was awesome. Just, just seeing the people behind it, you know, seeing that I, I was getting some stuff back. It was, it was, it was amazing. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. So. So you end up going home. What what did it feel like to hug your wife and kid, man? I mean that. No, had... it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I walked in the door and uh, well, see, I didn't have a phone, and uh, the wife had told me to message her before I left. Well, as you know, we don't have service at the boat ramp, sure. so I wasn't able to send a text message off anybody's phone because nobody had any service. So I drove. Almost two hours home. She didn't know what time I was going to get home. Um, I walked in the door, and a little girl came running over, gave me a big hug. That's and, awesome. Uh, the wife said she had been worried about me all. The little girl had been worried about me all day. So, so it, it was awesome being home and getting to see them too. So, that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. So, um, you know you know my whole thing was is you know after i started talking to you and get to know you and things like this like you know this was your first year kayak fishing 
And and I know you made a comment to me that, you know, like I've always heard the kayak community is an awesome, awesome thing, you know. Yes. And, and uh, you know, I didn't want you to get discouraged, you know, because of the incident that happened. I know, granted, it wasn't something that you could have controlled. I'm sure it scared the living crap out of you. Yeah, you know, I mean that's that's something too, man. I know you were you were pretty shook up, you know, when when you came up to the boat ramp, and you know it, it was a pretty traumatic experience, you know, um, yeah. almost getting run over by a boat. Um, but you know that was the thing, man. Like I didn't want to see you go home. I didn't want to see you give up. And you know, I I've never had a situation like this happen to me, but I know. Uh, from all the folks that I know, the stories I've heard where instances like this happen, you know, everybody steps up and reaches out and helps the other person out, whether it be uh, to finish the tournament or recoup after the tournament or something like that. You know, so that's why I said, man, I got a whole truck full of gear. I'm not here to compete. Take the boat, take whatever you need. I got a GoPro, take your pictures, whatever, man. So, and I'm glad you took took me up on that offer. But, um, you know, with that being said, you know, I was driving home. I was thinking about you most of the time, dude, and in the situation that happened, you know. And uh, yeah. I'm like, well, I have this platform, right? Let's help this dude out. I mean, you know, I'm not anybody special in the kayak fishing community. That's for sure. Um, but, you know, I do have an audience. And uh, so, so I put up a post um, I didn't do it Sunday night just cause I was so damn tired, dude. I didn't get home till like 11 o'clock, <laughs> yeah. but I put it up Monday, man. And, uh, you know, you, you had no clue what I was doing. Um, I think you still didn't have a phone yet when I did it. No, um, I didn't. But, but I had told you, Hey man, let's do a podcast, you know, when you get back home, because I think what happened is, is as significant as it is, it's something that should be talked about in the kayak fishing community just to keep people aware to be aware of other things going on around you when you're on the water, you know? Yes. So, um, you know, I know you reached out to me, but, you know, I put a little post up uh, to just kind of recap the event, but most importantly, talk about what had happened to you. You know, I knew you got those two rods. Um, I knew you got some baits, but I'm like, I was thinking on the way home, I'm like, what can I do to help this dude out, right? I'm like, you still need some reels, you still need some lines, stuff like that. I mean, you know, that, that stuff costs money, man. Um, uh, you know, it, it, it's a huge punch in the pocket, right? So, um, you know, I kind of threw a thing up there and I tagged you in the post, uh, hoping that some folks would reach out. And I'm going to say this too, man. Uh, I need you to send me my or your address I have a, a brand new spinning rod in the garage I've never even used, and uh, I, I got a, a reel for you as well that I want to mail out to you to just kind of help you out there. And uh, I think I still got some lines, so I'll, I'll look too. But um, that was one of the things, man. Hey, you know, yeah, we got him some rods. We still need some reels, some lines, stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, I tagged you, said reach out to this dude. Um, just hit them up directly and things like that. So, you know, fast forward to, I think it was today or maybe last night, 
and you're like, bro, my inbox is blowing up <laughs> yes. from people. So, so let's talk about that, man. Like what, what's that feeling like for you? Uh, what are some of the things that folks have, uh, have offered to you? I mean, you know, from what you told me, you know, it, it's been pretty overwhelming. Yeah. Well, first off, I want to give a shout out to one of my teammates, uh, Adam Cartwright. He had a, a Kistler rod that he had brought, um, didn't have a reel on it. Um, he had brought and was actually uh, a couple of our teammates was looking at it and thinking about buying it. Well, after I'd got hit, he gave me that rod. Um, he said, take it. It's going to go home and go in the garage. And uh, so I want to give a shout out to him, too, for doing that. He offer, also offered me a reel. It was a left-handed reel, and I cannot use a left-handed yeah. reel. So, so I, I told him that uh, it, it would just be sitting in my house. So there was, uh, but uh, I've had people uh, offering me, oh, I mean, all kinds of stuff. I, Anchor Wizard. I got a guy shipping me an Anchor Wizard um, and some fishing line and uh, um, reels. I've had a, some people offer me some reels. Um, it, it's just it's amazing. I, another guy um, asked for my payment, PayPal address. Um, he didn't have no cash on him at uh, weigh in the first day. So he wasn't able to put any money in the box. And I told him, I said, man, I ain't worried about it. you. Ain't got to do it. He said, no, I flipped my kayak over last year in a bad storm. He said, I lost all my stuff. I know what you're going through. Um, so he ended up sending me some money today. So it, it's, it's unreal, man. I mean, words cannot even describe what what everyone has done for me it's it's amazing so that's something i forgot to mention too so after day one i was up there judging fish and uh it was just as people were starting to roll in i forget who it was man jim strunk was it jim that brought the box up there it, it was his box so he come back and got his box so he had all of our uh um, our club stickers in it so he, <laughs> okay. uh, he needed the box back to put the stickers okay. in but yeah well i know he brought it up and he's like hey this is for brock um if anybody wants to donate some money and i know uh titus and i you know we're mentioning it and you know to folks um i know it's more titus than me just because i was trying to focus on judging fish because um, i didn't want to screw anything up and people you know hang me from a tree out there or something but, uh, you know, I know, like, Jim instantly brought that box up, and he was like, hey, this is for Brock. And then I know Titus grabbed that box at one point and went and walked around and, uh, you know, asking some folks for some donations and things like that. So, I mean, that's that's huge, too. I mean. Yes. It's amazing because uh, my eyeglasses, um, that, was, that was one of the main things that I lost. I mean. Don't get me wrong, the fishing poles and my phone sure. uh, mean a lot to me, but my eyeglasses, I mean, that's, yeah. um, it, it's hard to um, be without your glasses. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they had raised enough money where I was able to go uh, to the eye doctor and uh, purchase my eyeglasses. So That's awesome, dude. That is awesome. That is awesome. Well, man, I mean... It, like I said, dude, the the most important thing, man, and it, it's like a, the hair standing up on my arms right now, thinking about it is me too. Thinking about your boat, uh, what could have happened, man, and, and everybody just reaching out, you know. Um, like I said, dude, I know you were contemplating going home, and I know I probably 
overdid it by trying to convince you to stay for day two. But I'm like, this dude cannot go home, man. We need a hero story, you know? Like, yeah. have this dude stay and bang some fish and, you know, just have a great day on the water, man. So um, I'm glad you did, dude. I'm glad uh, you did. And and I think here's the most important thing is, you know, after after the tournament, you're like, it's all good, bro. I'll be back yeah. next year. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm coming back next year and uh, – yeah, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a different story. I I plan on uh, I plan on beating that eighty five inches by a little bit. So. That's awesome. That's awesome, dude. I hope you do, man. I hope you do. Um, but I'll give you this opportunity, to, man, to to say and think and talk about whatever you want, my friend. Um, I, I know you've had a huge outpouring of help and things like that. So anybody you want to shout out, anybody you want to thank, anything like that, man, uh, floor's all yours, my friend. All right. Um, I want to thank you and Susie and Titus for everything you guys did whenever I, I first got up there making phone calls and getting phone numbers and uh, and and everything Alan did for me. Um, Alan, I mean, he stepped up big time by giving me them jigs and them rods and, and – uh, <clears throat> Jim Strunk, uh, Jim has been uh, awesome to me all year because he's a he's the director of our club, the Grassroots, and uh, Jim Jim has been amazing. Anytime I got any questions, I message him, and uh, he he helps me out. And uh, um, Zach, I want to thank Zach, and I can't think of that other guy's name for for getting there as quick as they did um, to help me while I was uh, in the water. Um, sure. They got there. I'm not kidding you. And, and I, I mean, you'd have thought they had torpedoes on their boats. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. Just, just thank everybody, man. It's, it's amazing. It, it's awesome. Well, I mean, it, it just goes to show how great our community is, man. And uh, that's one thing, man. I just, like I said, I. I tried to do what I could, man, and I'm glad some some folks reached out. And uh, you're getting set back up. Like I said, I didn't I didn't want to see uh, you seem like a really good dude, man. I didn't want you to get discouraged because of one event, because of one guy that wasn't paying attention, you know. And uh, just most importantly, get you back on the water and having some fun. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, yeah. No worries on my end, dude. I know uh, Jim and I had a conversation as well. Uh, that was the first time I personally met Jim, and uh, you know he he thanked me multiple times for for helping you out and getting you back in the water. I'm like, hey man, I'm just doing what anybody else here would have done for me. Yes, you know what I mean. So yeah. uh, you know it's it's all good. And he's like, no, really, thank. You. I said, Jim, it is what it is, brother. I said, yeah. dude's going out fishing. That's what matters. So. Yeah. Um, it's super cool, man. So, uh, yeah, man, I appreciate you and, uh, and you sticking it out. And, uh, uh, I'm glad we've, we formed this friendship, man. You know, yes. it's like, uh, you know, had you not got hit by a boat, I don't know if we'd be talking as much as we have. So, <laughs> that, that is <laughs> you know? true. so, and that's the thing too, man. Like think about all the people like you have met and things like that. And, and it's people you can reach out to at any given time now, um, yeah. which it, which is awesome, right? Like yeah. you know, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, all all I've 
I got home, and whenever I finally, um, I actually had signed into Facebook on the wife's phone. Um, I had ten different friends requests from from people that was there. I mean, it's just um, nobody would even know who I was if I wouldn't have got hit by the boat. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> sure, man. So you're boat famous now, brother. I yeah. Mean. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just seriously, dude. I'm just glad you're all right. Um, but I thought I thought we needed to definitely get you on here and talk about what had happened and, and the importance uh, of just being aware on the water, like I said, and and just just showing how awesome our community is, man. So it's I, out of this world. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I definitely appreciate it, man. Um, but uh, yeah, like I said, dude, I got uh, I got some. Uh, rod and reel for you and I'm pretty sure I got some fishing line as well so I want to get you set up there and uh, a couple other things so we'll sure. we'll chat about that but uh, you know with that being said guys I'm not going to run through our show sponsors or anything like that uh, on this episode um, you know there's no need for that right now um, this is just more of a, a a sweet story coming out of the kayak fishing community that could have gone way way worse right and yep. uh I, I think it's just a good valuable lesson so yep. that being said guys till next time tight lines smooth paddling Hosts are a bunch of long-time fishermen who decided to get the kayak fishing world, and guess what? They're taking you along for the ride. So buckle in, and welcome to Paddle Fin Gear. What's up, boys and girls? Just wanted to take a quick minute to talk to you about the Paddle and Fin Gear. If you haven't seen it yet, go to Paddle, the letter N, in Finn.com. Go click that store tab at the top. Check out the store. We got tons of t-shirt designs, long sleeves, hoodies, phone cases. You name it, it's on there. Give it a gander.